0: Less than two weeks in training camp, and you know what that means. Camp battles, position battles, and me and Jeff are going to break down the running back position, one of the most talented groups in the entire NFL, and we'll do that coming up next on the next episode of the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day
1: welcome back my friends to the show that never ends your daily delivery of all things dog pound lgb on the lob the lockdown browns podcast your hosts jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd your host from the ultimate cleveland sports show of course uh the barbershop Saturday mornings ninety two three the fan Garrett Bush Garrett's also got a new project, uh, kind of taking the barbershop on tour around Cleveland. Uh, got a little snip of it yesterday, but uh, keep your eyes out for this. I know this is something Garrett's excited about. It's also a chance for him to branch out, where it's not necessarily just sport talk. It's you know basically the city talk, culture, all that type of stuff. Uh, be sure uh, you know have your eyes and ears on uh, you know for Garrett's uh, new baby, so to speak. Um, you know, as Garrett had mentioned, um, oh, actually, well, this, of course, uh, appreciate everybody who makes Locked On Browns their first listen every single day. Whether it's your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following, subscribed, or of course, now on YouTube. Uh, well over 2,000 subscribers. Appreciate everybody for all the support over there. Uh, again, just trying to bring you the best Cleveland Browns daily content that we possibly can. Um, close to trip. Uh, this is less than two weeks here where uh, the building will be full Rhea with Browns. Um, You're going to sit down, you know, over these few episodes, you know, take each position as it currently stands going into training camp. Normally, if you're going to do a series like this, you would start with the quarterback position, but for right now, we still have some unknown questions there. So, you know, a little premature to maybe speak on the room when we don't know exactly what the makeup of the room is going to be just yet. So um, we're going to go to the running back room here. Um, And, I don't. I don't think there's a better running back room in the NFL. In my opinion, the way it is constructed, um, you know, th- there's a name that we're going to mention here today, and I don't know which specific one it is, but Garrett, there's there's a name that's probably a quality quality running back, a quality quality football player that is not going to make this Cleveland Browns roster um, in that running back room. The way it shakes out, I mean, it is a deep room. There's no way around it. Um, but this all starts, and you know, we've done this several times. And I I love, you know, with everything that Miles Garrett brings to this team, as far as a dynamic playmaker, he is Nick Chubb is probably ultimately the most important player on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, When the offense is really clicking, it's because Nick Chubb has had a big day and has the, you know, basically scared the daylights out of the defense and their focus becomes on him, which makes the passing game easier, which makes the running game easier for everybody else. A truly special talent going into year five now. Uh, you know, got the second contract from the Cleveland Browns that he so richly deserved. Yards per carry in his entire NFL career over five yards per carry. I can't even begin to tell you how difficult that is. Um, ultimate team player, quiet, leads by example, leads by work ethic. Uh, you can barely get two words out of the guy, which God knows for the last few years here in Cleveland is probably a pleasant thing to have when covering a player who plays for the Cleveland Browns. Um, I saw a list the other day, uh, Nick Chubb was ranked as the fifth, best running back in the NFL. Certainly. I I can't have that. I don't think there is a better pure runner of the football in the NFL today, Garrett. There's no way around it. He is just that talented.
0: Uh, you know, when you look at it and, and when I'm thinking about coming up with uh, thumbnails and coming up with different artwork for our podcast and, and, and for our YouTube channel, I'm always trying to think about what I could put up there um, to to engage and invoke some sort of emotion. And when you have uh, Nick Chubb, all I could come up with is, is he's the real MVP. He's the guy. Uh, and I know sometimes people and we know it's a quarterback driven league. We understand that the quarterback is what ultimately is going to get you over the hump. But for a team like the Cleveland Browns uh, that are going to be without their quarterback and hadn't had a traditional quarterback and quarterback plays up and down for the last four years, the true MVP of the team has really been Nick Chubb in the way that the Cleveland Browns were able to salt away games, the way they were able to um, consistently control the clock and play the game that Kevin Stefanski needed to play at the time. Don't get me wrong. Deshaun Watson is going to come in. He's going to add something dynamic to this offense. He's going to do his thing. But when you talk about day in, day out, practice to practice in the film room, off the field, and just the way he finishes runs, Nick Chubb by far is the MVP of the Cleveland Browns because he establishes the identity that the organization wants to have. He's smart. He's intelligent. He knows what to do. He has great character, and he's one tough sob when it comes to being able to tackle this man. Especially as the game goes forward, you look at Nick Chubb in the first half. He runs hard, but by the time you get to the second half, he's running harder. He look. It looks like he's 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 grown two inches and gained fifteen more pounds in his forty. He went down two two or three tenths of a second. That's how the game works, and Nick Chubb. Is uh, the guy no defensive back wants to tackle, and he's the guy that coordinators are, are saying is third and two. Dang it, I know Nick Chubb is getting the ball. How do we stop it? He's the true catalyst for what the Browns want to do. Deshaun Watson will get over over the top if he's the Deshaun Watson we saw on the last time we saw him in Houston. But when it comes to uh, uh, making offense work and making teams pay for what they do, Nick Chubb is the hammer.
1: Uh, and it's funny the way you put that. I mean, I, I think it would be like he's the ultimate test of endurance. He's as strong on his 20th carry as he is on his first carry. You go to some of the biggest runs of his career, 88-yarder uh, against the Baltimore Ravens, you know, Earl Thomas, you know, like and, – and just as you said, it's a fourth quarter. This dude is still running this fast. Earl Thomas at about the 50 was like, yeah, that's enough of this, man. Um, The 70-yard run last year against the Cincinnati Bengals in Cincinnati – Um, There was a big run against the Eagles in 2020, clinched that game. Another big run in 2020 against the Houston Texans, uh, clinched that game. Both those games were big, big weather, uh, games with weather issues as far as wind and rain. And everybody in the building basically knew it was going to be on Nick Chubb to solidify those ballgames. And he delivered. His time here to this point has been incredible. Um, you know, When the Browns selected him, a lot of people felt that Nick Chubb carried a first-round grade. The Browns were able to walk out of the draft that night knowing they had two picks early in the first round the next day, were able to make sure that they used one to bring in Nick Chubb. In the beginning, they weren't so sure, kind of kept him on ice when they most certainly probably shouldn't have. Um, but once you got Nick Chubb out of the cage, you saw you had the ultimate professional athlete, hard worker um, you diligent, uh, does everything that is asked of him does even more than that. After the fact he, when, you know, it was always difficult wondering if the Browns were going to extend Nick Chubb due to the fact that, you know, they run this organization with a lot of, you know, thought processes based on analytics. And normally that does not, uh, equate to extending and paying running backs, But this has always been the problem with Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb is the way you want your other 52 men on that roster to conduct themselves. Whether it is work on the field, off the field, everything he does, Browns literally point at Nick Chubb and say, that's the type of guy you could be. You'll have a long career here with the Cleveland Browns. And it's done nothing nothing to disappoint t- t- thus far with Nick um you know and i think the thing is is you know the guys he plays with they love him that running back room is tight um and it's it's just for nick and, and the thing i think that it, why he probably gets you know not the credit he's due is you know nick it's usually about 17 18 maybe max 20 carries he you know, when you go down to the league's leading rushers at the end of the season, you know, granted, Nick has missed a little time, but he's, you know, 80, 100 carries less than some of the top rushing leaders in the league. But Nick is yet maybe what, 150, 200 yards behind him. And you he- the math on what he normally does per carry. And you know, he would probably blow the doors off these guys if he got the touches they did. But the Browns are smart. They want longev- uh, longevity for Nick Chubb. He's just an incredible, credible player in this room. And I think he sets the bar. And this is some of what we saw with Kareem hunt coming here, knowing his role was going to be different. Seeing the emergence of a player like Deernest Johnson, seeing what a player like Jerome Ford is going to be able to do this summer. He sets the bar for that entire room and probably sets the bar for that entire offense, Garrett.
0: Yeah. Um, and silent assassin, silent assassin leading one of the most potent um, potent backfields in, in the game. Uh, every every one of those guys from uh, Ford to uh, D. Johnson to you know Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb all have some of the similarities, but they also have different running styles. All have the ability to catch the football, and, and so uh, early in the season, uh, I, I think we're we're all going to expect a heavy dose uh, of the run game, and rightfully so.
1: No doubt about it. We're going to continue with your running back preview. Here on Locked On Browns, your host, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush. Friday weekend is here. Everybody go out and get your groove on. Enjoy yourself. Um, But meanwhile, it's always business here at Locked On Browns. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's MLB All-Star Game and Home Run Dirty. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting. Esports and scores. And betonline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in at all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet Online, where the game
0: starts. Locked on Brown's podcast. Do me a favor. Show me some love, all the Locked On Browns gang, <laughs> all the barbershop gang. If you know where we at, we I tell them all the time, we got the best fans in the game. No matter where you at, no disrespect to you, you know Dallas or, or San Francisco or Miami or Chicago or the big name New York, hey, no disrespect, but we got the best fans in the game. Support us and definitely support not only the Locked On Browns podcast, support the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We want to get to 11,000 viewers. You guys have been great. 11,000 subscribers. By the end of this month, I told them, I said, look, let me go on Locked On. Let me talk to the Locked On people because they they hit all our goals. <laughs> we said we they, they overdo it over here. So I told them we will get it together. Let me go talk to my people. So we need your help, Locked On gang, to get us into that 11,000. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. And also, don't forget, we still going to have the podcast. We still got this coming up. And guess what? We want 2500 for this one. So continue to support that. We'll keep, continue to keep giving you that content, and we'll do it in a judicious way. Jeff, let's get back to these running backs. I, I, I've said it all along. Uh, you know, these running back rankings are coming out. And I'm seeing names in here like Don J. Harris, no disrespect. I'm seeing names in here. Uh, what's the, the Williams kid from Denver? I, I've seen his name a lot. I've seen Aaron Jones, and I like him. He's led me to a couple fantasy football titles. But at the end of the day, Kareem Hunt on any other team is a top five running back. I repeat, Kareem Hunt on any other team is a top five running back. He led this league in rushing already at Kansas city. And because of what we already have taught with and what we got in Nick Chubb, which we talked about how great he was in the first segment. You should know that. Wow. Like to have a back like Nick Chubb and then have a guy like Kareem Hunt that that's really bringing up the rear and bringing up the flank. That means that you got one of the best stables in the game. And that means what you can do. You can keep those guys fresh. You can you can uh, put them in the game at the same time, which I'm waiting to see Kevin's fancy. Please go ahead and do that. I, I mean, I, I think they're in shape. I think they ain't gonna get broken. Let's see that, right? You could do a lot of different things with Kareem Hunt. One of the best pass catchers out of the backfield. You really unorthodox unorthodox running style, and one of the th- the, uh, the uh, one of the the stats that I, I loved was Pro Football Focus um, had the top most ten elusive uh, backs in the game. And elusiveness means, hey, how many times did you make the first guy miss? How many times did you that did the unblocked guy tackle you? How many times did one person bring you down? And when you take a look at the top ten, the Cleveland Browns have three backs: Dearness Johnson. You also have Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and and, and the most the second most elusive is Kareem Hunt, and that just goes to show you what type of, um, what type of skills let's say he has in the ability to make guys miss. He can run you over, he can run past you. Uh, he he looks like a little Tasmanian devil out there the way he's just running and spinning and doing his things. And so when you have that that knockout collabo that tag team, listen man, if it's the fourth quarter. And the Cleveland Browns, if if they got us, if they got a healthy Jedrick Wills, healthy Conklin, you you down six points, seven points going into the fourth quarter. We we about to chew this clock up. They be like, oh my goodness, tick, 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 tick. When can we get the ball back? Never, you're not getting it back. <laughs> and that is what is so exciting. And it's nothing like sitting at home with a six-point lead and, and the clock bleeding down under five minutes. And you know they ain't got nothing to do. They can't stop you. The defensive lineman's hands is on their hips. They suck in air, Jeff. and ain't no help coming around the corner. And that's what I love most about this backfield. Uh, With Kareem, it's certainly
1: the diversity within his game. He is so well-balanced as a rusher, so well-balanced as a receiver. Um, Running style certainly differs uh, from Nick Chubb, both very successful at what they do. Kareem, it's almost kind of like, Kareem, it's kind of like he's a little bit of a, like a crash test dummy. I see the videos back in the day where they had the you know in the car showing what would happen on impact. Literally goes and seeks out impact. Um, you know, Kareem Hunt now. You know, you don't think of Kareem Hunt was somebody probably has a very much of a vertical, but oh no, man, there's three people in one spot. Uh, let's just see if I go high, can I maybe go over them or maybe get a yard or two extra? You know, with the spot on that type of thing. Um, his time missed last year nine games. It was. It was detrimental, just no way around it. Even with the state of this offense, the way they had the poor quarterback play, I still feel that this team would have made it to the wild card last year if you had had Kareem Hunt for a significant amount of those nine games. No disrespect to Ernest certainly no disrespect to Nick. But with the failures the passing game was having, Browns could have just said, heck with it. We, we, we can run the ball. We know we can do that, and we know we can do it well. So we'll simplify the game just due to the fact the amount of, you know, problems and miscues and turnovers we're having through the passing game he you know is the best number two running back in the league um would like an extension um I think this is not necessarily so much as you know I want an extension from the Browns but as a solid running back who's playing with no future money on the table right now tough spot to be in for running back the most dangerous position in the game could the Browns do it and say look there's still maybe A possibility that you are not with us in 2023, but we want to satisfy you and make sure that you're taken care of in 2022. So you're not playing with that in the back of your mind. You never, you know, you always want to play clear conscience without having. Worry about anything? You do wonder if that's something the Browns had addressed in getting Kareem an extension and understanding that you still may move on from him in 2023 because he does deserve a much bigger the pie piece of pie than he gets. Um, the other thing that you truly love with Kareem Hunt is how content, how content he is. Um, you know he could legitimately be a problem if he chose to be. Look, you know I understand Nick Chubb is great. I led this league in total yards. I led this league once in rushing. I know what type of player I am. I know what my abilities are. He's totally content with being part of that room with Nick Chubb. It seems the relationship between the two of them is great. They certainly feed off of each other. So you get a running back with that type of mentality, that type of personality. And look, this may have something to do with he, he and Nick's relationship. Maybe some of Nick has rubbed off of Kareem as far as just being a little bit more laid back. You know, Kareem's certainly volatile when he's on the field. But the fact that he embraces his role and respects it because he could easily be a headache for this team because he deserves more touches. There is no doubt about it. But the fact that he goes about his diligence, does the dirty things that's asked to him, you know, he'll block when he has to block where he could be, as you said, most likely a number one running back for about 30 minimum NFL teams in this league. It's, it's great when you can get a player who could be as productive as Kareem Hunt, but gets a smaller role. And he's totally content, and he is not an issue with it. Any, anyway, whatsoever.
0: Yeah, that that's what the great part about it. They have a great relationship. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt wants to be here. I think, he, and when you look at it, I've always told people, man, I don't like to deal from a position of weakness. And 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 for me, if I have a strong position, I have a strong backfield, and these guys can be durable. If we can find something to give Kareem Hunt, especially if it was a great year. I'm down for it if he wants to stay here. I don't want to find replacements, right? I'm not trying to find guys that need to step up, even though they do have a Dearness Johnson uh, behind them. I, I think the Cleveland Browns have legitimately three starting running backs on the same roster. I don't know if you'll be able to keep all three of them. And then they're, they're high on Jerome Ford. They they like uh, Demetrius Felton. So uh, Demetrius Felton. So th- there's a lot of different uh, versatility and the, the deep, Running back room is is just one of the deepest in the game. Uh, but I, I'm I'm interested in seeing what Kareem Hunt can do this year. Hopefully, he stays on the field. And if if both of those guys are healthy this year, I think the Cleveland Browns have a, a, a shot at doing something special, especially during the playoffs.
1: This is a huge thing for this team to have. I mean, you're, you're gonna you've made a major upgrade in talent at the quarterback position with, uh, you know, certainly with bringing Deshaun Watson in. But you have this incredible rushing game. Uh, you wanted to basically find a way to upgrade the passing game. You did that through uh, you're know, bringing in Deshaun Watson. You did that by bringing in Amari Cooper. Um, the hopes for Donovan Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, and certainly David Bell. Um, but you have this in your back pocket. You know, something we can do. We can do well. And it's to the point now where nobody's confused by the Browns running game. They're not. You know, all right, here comes Joe Batonio you know, Poland, Or here comes Wyatt Teller pulling. And guess what? You know. Ain't broke, don't fix it, because it works and it works extremely well. We're going to get to this rest of this room here. Obviously, Dearness Johnson caught to my eyes last year. Uh Dimitri Felton in a small role. You saw some mobility this young man had. And the Browns still went out and drafted Jerome Ford out of Cincinnati on day three of the 2022 NFL draft. All this and more coming here. Your latest lockdown Browns, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd. Again, everybody, um, appreciate you all for making Lockdown Browns your first listen. Whether it is your favorite podcast platform, make sure you're following and to the show. Whether it is YouTube, uh, you know, over 2,000 followers, uh, subscribers now over there. Uh, the fan reaction has been incredible. Uh, you had a couple episodes, you know, within the last five or six combined, uh, you know, to like 32, 33 thousand something crazy amount of views. Um again, we're enjoying it. Uh branching out here, you know, Garrett, obviously one of the busiest men in the content business in Cleveland right now. But we're having an absolute blast here. Uh and th- appreciate everybody for being along for the ride here with Locked On Browns.
0: Welcome back, Locked On Browns. Make sure you're going to follow us at, at G Bush91 on Twitter and at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd as well. We've been talking about all the great things that we got going on here, but It's more about celebrating the Cleveland Browns, right? It's all about bringing that content that you guys want to hear and making sure we are are felt in this industry, letting people know that the Cleveland Browns have a great opportunity this year and that we're going to deliver the best content in the game. Make Locked On Browns podcast the number one podcast in all the network and let's go Browns and continue to to support the team and to continue to break it down like we break it down over here on Locked On Browns podcast. Now, Jeff, we talked about it. We already got to uh, Nick Chubb, right? Segment one. You know, he's a a primetime back top three consensus. I don't know who's putting it, but uh, less than three. You're crazy. You're crazy. And then we talked about Kareem Hunt, who we believe in the second segment is a guy who is, by all intents and purposes, has the skill set, has the cachet, has the running style, and has the ability to be a top number one running back in this game if he wasn't behind Nick Chubb. And now we get to our third back. Now, look at, the, look at this embarrassment and, and spoils and riches right here. We're talking about these guys. How many guys can get to the third segment and talk about a guy who gets over a buck 50 on the ground in a primetime matchup, uh, uh, who, get, who comes in after Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunter are dinged up a little bit a couple years ago in Dallas and looked like he was the second coming of Gale Sayers or something? I'm like, who's this guy? Who's this Jairus Johnson guy? He got some cut to him. I don't even know if that's a word. But anyway, I'll tell you what. Dearness Johnson is a guy who came back, signed a tender. The Browns brought him back. And when you got a guy that can, can, can you know, come in, spell your top two backs, but also bring you something different to the game, that is truly special. Dearness Johnson is a guy that that runs the zone so well. He, he run like a 4-7 or something crazy, but he plays faster. Than, than, than what his 40 time would denote. He's a guy that never gets hit hard. He's a guy who has great vision, can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's slippery. He got, he has a little, uh, he, he does these subtle things to get downhill and never take direct blows. That's a big thing for running backs is is if you want to prolong your career, you don't want to be getting hit right in the face, getting squared up and getting smacked to the teeth. That's not going to work too well for you, bro. Uh, but Dearness Johnson is a guy who does that. Um, And and I think this year, you know, you got guys uh, that that we used to be really good in in terms of Stanton and and fullbacks and and Kevin Stefanski wants to use those fullbacks. I think this year with uh, with bringing in David and Joku, getting rid of Hooper a little bit, I think that they're going to lessen the load as far as the fullbacks go. And if they keep one less fullback or one less tight end than they would normally have, they may be able to keep somebody in this running back room a la a Jerome Ford uh Dearness Johnson I think will make the team guaranteed and we already know what the top two guys are do you think Jeff that um you know there will be how many fullbacks on this team it will be and how many running backs ultimately will they keep uh depending on the fullbacks the thing when you get into this and you know look uh
1: you know, last two years, obviously, you know, had a regular fullback. Uh, Johnny Stanton, when needed, would come off the practice squad to be you the fullback. But you're telling me that, you know, if Johnny Stanton is a player who was predominantly on the practice squad the last two years, now all of a sudden you just elevate him. And that's for me, without bringing in another fullback, it makes me wonder how important they think maybe the fullback is now. As opposed to, you know, look, you could ask Kareem in some of these scenarios. He did it in 2019. He played a little fallback for this team. Um, you can always just take a tight end and line him up as a fallback for certain, uh, you know, certain looks if you're, you you want to do that. So I'm not really confident in any way whatsoever that th- the fallback is going to be something that maybe stays here. Because I figured I figured you would have addressed it probably a little bit harder than the Browns did in the offseason. Uh, mentioning, you know, talking about the Ernest Johnson. I think one of the most impressive things you saw last year with Dearness Johnson. Now you keep that Thursday night game in mind. Obviously, no Baker, no Chubb, no Kareem Hunt. I think everybody was like, "Great, we all been waiting for this one." You know, everybody loves the primetime games, and uh, who we got? To know it. <laughs> but De'Aaronis Johnson went out there, and I think the thing with Dearness Johnson is, I think you see, you know, somebody's work ethic, attention to film, and being smart enough, intelligent enough. To understand how good the line is in front of you that you're playing with. Dearness Johnson will, he's a great, great reader of the blocks as they're, you know, as they're coming. He is excellent at setting up the blocks, cutting off the blocks, waits, plants his foot. Once Wyatt Taylor's got that guy creamed, he goes right up as tight as possibly can and you know on the inside of Wyatt Taylor on the cutback. It was really impressive to see the growth in his game last year. He was a guy when he originally came to Cleveland nobody really thought much, really really ever thought it was going to be anything. And as you mentioned, there was that big game in Dallas. Um he you know absolutely had a monster day in which was a big game for everybody Browns wise that day. Um he's just turned out to be a really really great find for this team. And again, Dearness Johnson, you know, there are a lot of teams in this in the NFL where Dearness Johnson would be in line for 10 to 12 touches week in, week out. He just happens to be on the team with the best running back room in the league. It's a difficult spot for him. Demetrius Felton, we saw signs last year. You know, a couple of bubble screens, a couple of jet screens, things like that. Uh, Places where he excelled. They didn't actually use him as pure runner as a running back as much as maybe we thought. They still say they view him as a dual player. It's going to be difficult for him being maybe the fifth or sixth wide receiver, being maybe the fourth or fifth running back. And with Jakeen Grant here, it looks like maybe Demetrius Felton's opportunity the returner diminished, It'd be a spot, tough spot for Demetri Fulton, but if he shows out with the ball in his hands, I don't think there's a way the Browns are going to move on from him. You're not just going to say, oh, well, we don't need another playmaker. Yeah, we're better off than that. <laughs> and then you get to Jerome Ford. Um, Jerome Ford was quietly one of the best running backs in college football last year, former Alabama recruit. So, you know, the guy obviously, you know, is a highly, highly thought of player. You need to start looking at the future of that position. Deshaun Watson is not going to cost you a ton of money in 2022, but going further, he is, and there's going to have to be a way to find some extra money within the cap to support what you're going to have to pay Deshaun Watson. Um, you know, With Kareem and with Dearness Johnson on the hook this year for about $9 million, you figure you know one or two, both of those relationships could be over after 2022 due to the fact that you have a high-priced quarterback but this is it making up a really, really nice room. Um, and I think at the end of the day, Garrett, I think you're going to find five with no fullback. I think you're going to have Nick Chubb. I think you're going to have Kareem Hunt. Uh, they're certainly not going to you know, pass on Jerome Ford. They love Dearness Johnson unless somebody blows them away with an offer for Dearness Johnson. And Demetrius Felton, I think he'll do enough with the ball in his hands that the Browns will not be ready to move on.
0: I think so, too. Now, that's the way direction they want to go. I like it. I, I'd rather have more playmakers than guys who have the ability uh, to do some things. And now that you have a quarterback that can get the ball out of his hands consistently quicker, uh, a guy that can extend plays and a guy that's going to be more accurate. Give me guys that can get, get an opportunity to, to score the football, get down the field and make some plays, man. I, it, you know, time out for all the fullbacks. I, it sounds good. It you know, if you, it, I get what you're trying to do there, but if it's between having two fullbacks and five tight ends, Give me some running backs, give me some receivers, give me some skill position, guys, and let's go win some games, man. So I I definitely agree with that, and I'm all for it. I think that this is going to be one of the the, the toughest camp positions that we're going to watch is the running back room, but that's a good problem to have. And I think
1: the Browns are going to handle this really, really well. It's not going to surprise me. If there's days where Nick Chubb is in pads, not doing anything. A day where Kareem Hunt's in pads, not doing anything. Um, Because you're going to have to rely on this running game, most likely heavily, you know, during the Jacoby Brissett time at the quarterback position. So you certainly don't want, you know, to get into a situation where any one of these guys, you know, get ding. In all. You want all these guys to be fresh and ready to go because September's going to be key. It's going to be huge with Jacoby Brissett most likely being your quarterback. You're going to rely a little bit more on solid defensive play and you're going to rely a little bit more on this running game that you can lean on and Obviously, as it looks, it is a deep, deep, talented room. Uh, a situation you know that a lot of teams in the NFL just do not have with the caliber of backs that the Cleveland Browns do. He is Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, 11 to 1, Monday through Friday on YouTube. Make sure you get the subscriptions up over there. The um, and of course, the barbershop Saturday mornings 92 3 the fan. Uh, Barbara uh, Garrett on every morning, 9 to 12. Um, also coming soon, the barbershop uh touring, so to speak, all over northeast Ohio. Garrett's gonna go out. Um, and it's there's gonna be guests that you guys already know, but they're gonna be guests speaking on things that you're not used to them speaking on. So with Garrett's project here, trying to get, you know, open things up, open dialogue up, talk about some big issues, and talk to some personalities about things that you're not accustomed to them, maybe not necessarily speaking on. So be sure your eyes out uh, for that as well. Make sure you're following at gbush91 show itself at locked Brown's follow-back account. DMs are always open. Me personally at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, you know, DMs open over there as well. Um, hope everybody has an incredible weekend here. Look, it's, it's already mid July guys. This goes by quick. Uh, you know, make sure you're getting in what you want to get in because, you know, once that calendar rolls to September, you know, weather gets cooler, Everybody starts becoming focused on football season, and all of a sudden you miss the opportunities of enjoying <laughs> your summer. Uh, again, everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Uh, appreciate you actually following. subscribed on your favorite podcast platform. Subscribe over at YouTube. Keep those subscriptions going up. Everybody, enjoy yourselves. Have a great weekend. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on L Let's go, Browns.